All right, good work. Here's the. I see some new faces. So I want to go back to the, the, the main rule in Dafyaimi. If today is your first day in Dafyaimi, that's your rule. Thank you. If it's your first day, don't feel bad. Start Brachas Tafches. Don't try to make up the rest. Write down somewhere that you didn't do that base, Gimel, until Ches, and you'll make it up sometime. But it's a good idea to start right now, today, Daf Ches. I spoke to somebody else, playing on coming this year. Start Daf Ches, Daf Tes. Imagine if you could finish all 2,711 Daf. You're missing seven Daf. No, it's not the end of the world. You finish 2,701. Nothing will happen. But the Yitzhar says, no, 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 I, I, I'm not going to finish Shas because I'm missing seven daf. That's the Yitzhar right there. I'm just assuming that the rest of the guys, the new guys already did it, but just in case they didn't do the first few daf, it's fine. We'll start from daf ches and you'll make it up a different time. Story time for Matzah Shabbos. Oh, we're holding up Zion on the base in the bottom, sorry. Three lines from the bottom. What's wrong with you? How come you don't come to shul anymore? I can't. Sick or whatever the reason is. So why don't you just get a minion together and daven? That's also too much for me. As the flu, whatever. So here's the halacha that we're coming to, and this is an important halacha. Tell the Gabi the Shul, or the, the Shliach Tzibur, the Chazan, whoever it is, So you're talking about this one Shul in the area, so it could go with a few Shuls, but let's say there's one Shul, you tell whoever's in charge, I want to know when they're davening. When they're davening Shemunesri, for instance. And then he could coordinate his tefillah to be in sync with the tefillah of the shul. That's an important thing. I understand you can't come to shul, you can't get a minion in your house, great. But there's another idea. The idea is to sync your tefillah with everybody else. Why are you making such a big deal out of this? Again, another in the name of Hashem Rotsoin. There's a time in the day that there's an ace Rotsoin. Your tefillahs are going to be accepted then. You should know that's when the whole tzibur is davening. So, yes, you can't come to shul and you're by yourself, but still, it's an ace rutz, and that's when the shemayim opens up. So, daven your house at that exact time. Same concept, different posse. So, the Gemara actually says the posse slightly different than it's written. The, in the Pasuk itself, it has, it says, Hel Kabir Viloyimos Kabir Koyach Lev. So, what? Yeah, but I'm looking here on the side, it's without a Vav also. Okay, but the point is that when there's a Rabbim, with the Rashi's learning, Kabir means Rabbim, Loyimos, HaKosh Baruch won't despise the tefillah of the Rabbim. Muxiv, Pada B'Shalom Nafshi, Mikrav li kivram hoyu imodi. 
Barabim, Hoyimodi. So what is what's David Amelch saying? David Amelch is saying, you know why I won the war? Because I had a lot of people with me. I had a rabbin. That's the reason why you win a war. A lot of people win wars when they're not a rabbin. The rabbin is not. Obviously, David Amelch is talking about the rabbin of the tefillah. Rabbin, Hoyimodi. We had minyanim. We were davening. So that's why we won the war. Those are the three main stays of Christ, right? Those are the three main things that we have. Torah, Gemilus Chassadim, and Tefillah. Says, if a person is Isaac in all these three things, so Akash put himself in a self-imposed gullus. So if you do these three, these three things, then you take out Akash from his gullus. If a person has a shul in a city, Back in the day, the shuls were outside of the city. If you have one inside the city, now if it's outside of the city, it's outside of the city limits, so it's not the end of the world, you don't go in there. Nobody knows, it's outside the city, you're not passing by. It's inside the city, like we have today. And you don't go in. You're a bad neighbor, you're an evil neighbor. In fact, the Mishnah Brura brings that you, there's an Indian to visit your neighbors. You're supposed to visit neighbors, just in general. Again, not to snob people out. You go visit them. You have a shul, you don't go in, so you're a bad guy. You're a bad, you're a bad neighbor. Bad neighbors. What, what kind of nachla did HaKash Baruch Hu give us? It's the shuls. Ashen Chalti is Amis Yisrael. Elo. I did feel like I was coming down with the flu. But now I feel invigorated, it's all good. It went away. Forget the, the vitamin C stuff. Whatever, ginger, each one has a different thing. My body will explode if I took all the stuff. Tammy flu and, and, and ginger and this, it's all good. Shinemar, Dafiyoimi, Dafiyoimi doesn't care about flu, just go weiter. Fine. If you don't go into the shul, you're causing yourself golos to Takush Baruch Hu and to his children. Now, to understand this, you just have to add a, a little word here. There's old people in Babel. So, in order to understand it, you have to say there are extremely old people in Babel. Meaning. Because Tom Avamar, he was, he was bewildered. What? There's old people in Bavel? If you just say old, of course there's old people in Bavel. But are there extremely old people in Bavel? What's his question? It says, This bracha that Kishboruch gave, is on our land in Eretz Yisrael. That's the bracha. So they explain that perhaps he's talking about himself, old as Rabbi Yechem himself. Some people say that Rabbi Yechem was 400 years old. Again, it's another time, 400, like a little bit of a guzma maybe. It's hard to understand that Rabbi Yechon was 400 years old. It doesn't really add up to, because he was in a certain generation. Where was he for 300 years after that generation? Like, he, there's no mention of him anywhere. Fine. But some say he was 400 years old. But 
he was very old. So he's, he's, he said, what? Are there people as old as me in Bavel? How does it make sense? It's Allah Adama, not in Chutzlars. Come sit down, sit down. <laughs> All right. No, no. His seat is in the gallery, really. See my son? See Avi? Because Ellie took your seat. All right. <laughs> Not me. You're talking about your brother, Ellie. We got, we got the whole Kamiansky family here. The kids, the... Oh, Zevi is here even. And Shaya. And Dr. Epstein. Kids are the six... Yeah, okay, they win. So he said, the pshat is... Hear what's going on here? Yes, they're very old people in Bavel. Only because they hang out in Shul all day. They come the earliest, they leave the latest. So what? So Masha says a beautiful thing. It says that the shuls are going to be uprooted from Chutz Laaretz and make their way to Eretz Yisrael. So they actually hung out in Eretz Yisrael. It's as if they hung out in Eretz Yisrael. Then you have the brach of Leman Yirbu, he says. Just because they hang out in shul, so what? How does it have to do with the brach of, uh, of Leman Yirbu? He says, it's Kilo they were in Eretz Yisrael. Omar Hainu da Hanelu. Kedomer Yishu ben Levi Libnei. Yishu ben Levi gave instructions to his sons. Get up early to show, be the last one out, in order they should have a richos yomim. Where do you see this in the Pasuk? You're the security of the shul. In other words, you're there at night. After everybody leaves, you're there in the morning. Right away it says, You'll have a richus You should go into shul in two doors. So if you have those two, you know those two doors like in a kitchen, you just fling them open and walk in. That's the pshat. You should go in to shul the depth of two doors. So there's a few shot in here. Rashi holds that you have to walk in the width of a door times two. So let's say a door is four amas. Says Rashi, you walk in eight amas into the shul. Why? If you sit by the back of the shul, people are going to think that you don't care about the shul. You want to run away. You're constantly waiting for diving to be over. You want to run. Go inside deep. Now, of course, if the mekayim is kavuim, if the shul, you have a spot, and your spot is by the door, of course, that's, that's okay. That's no problem. Others say, Toysus brings down, and if you want to see Toysus, the, the Bach brings him on the side, and he says that the Pshat is that you should walk into Shul and wait as long as it takes you to walk eight hours. Don't just jump in, whatever. You have to calm down a little bit. Um, also, another Pshat is, and why am I saying all these Pshatim? Because they're all brought down in Mishtabru Allah. So when you go into shul and you don't have a makam kavua, try not to sit by the door so people don't think you're trying to run away. You should calm yourself down a few seconds before you start davening. And finally, don't sit by a window. We have an hour shul. I noticed in Bnei Yeshivas there's a window and people like to sometimes walk around there and look at the birds. There's a whole pool there. It's kishmak. So don't, don't, hang, don't, don't be by the window. That's what it means. Don't, or by the back door where you can look around and, 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 and see what's going on. 
Fine, brought down Allah. There's an interesting pasuk, and the Gemara brings five shotting to the pasuk, five different ways. Every chassid in the world, every night, every good guy, you should daven before you need this need. Okay, what is this need exactly? If you ever hung out in, uh, in Shever Brachas, this is like the most popular Gemara for Shever Brachas. Why? Because the beginning of Shas, everybody went to Daf Ches, so everybody knows this, and it's the first thing that comes to mind. You should daven when you're young. 13, 14 years old, you should start davening already for a good wife. It says in the Pasuk, you should find a good woman. So, Memelo, what does matzah have to do with this? Because in the Pasuk, we're trying to find out what is this word, leis mitzoy, at the time that you need it. Look, it says in the Pasuk, matzah. It fits right in. Mem tzadik aleph, mem tzadik aleph, it's great. L'chayre means a woman. Bimarava, in Eretz Yisrael, kenosav inish itza, amalei After the person gets married, they would walk over to him. Did you do a good deal? Is she ham ham or she's a gishmaka woman? What's pshat? Matzah dechsev, matzah yisho, matzah toy, vayofagur tzayin ma'ashem. Moitzah. What's pshat of moitzah? Dechsev, moitzah ni marmim moves as yisho. That's my wife's favorite pasuk. Yeah, because I used it a lot on her. Moitzah ni marmim moves as yisho. So. Is it, so they talk about, what, is that the right thing to do, to go over a guy who just got married and you start telling him, instead of being Meshabach as his wife, you go, no, is she a Moitzim Marim Moses Isha? Is she the worst woman in the world? So they, they explain it. One of the Pshatim I saw is that a chassan who gets married, he doesn't have any Averis. So they tell him, are, are you going to pick the right? Are you going to go to the right and be like, like a good wife? Or are you going to go to the left and be like a bad wife? What, what do you decide to do? They're not asking about his new, his new Mekkah. That's, that's not right. Fine. That's Al-Darech HaPshat. Al-Darech HaDrush. Rebbe Nassan Oymer, Leis Mitzoy Zoytoyer. It's another Pshat. Right? I'm sure you guys heard this. There's a lot of... You want to hear real Pshat, you go to the Shavu Brachas. Everybody talks about this Pesach. Okay, here it is. Right here. Daf Ches. One other Pshat in the Pesach. What's Leis Mitzoy? What should you daven for? Now, here's the Shailah. How many of you, I want to see a raise of hands, how many of you daven for learning? Learning Torah is find a good shir. That's the pshat. That's why you're here in the shir, because you didn't daven. You're supposed to daven. Shkoyach, <laughs> for not raising your hand, otherwise I would have no joke. You're supposed to daven beforehand to find a, a, good, a good place to learn, so that somebody should teach you Torah. Shenemar. <laughs> So again, when it comes to Torah, Chaim is Torah, life. So Mela, you have the Matzah, and, the, and it fits with the word, Leis Mitzoy. That's what you're supposed to dive for. Now, by Yitzchak Omar, Leis Mitzoy, Zoy Misa. Remnachman Yitzchak says, when you, what does Matzah mean? You should daven for death. What does that mean? You should daven for a good death. There's a lot of deaths. You could get. There's all sorts of things. You could have in a, a Misa Meshuna, Chas As the Gemara explains, It says in the Pasuk, There's 903 ways to die. 
the gematria of Tetzar is 903. And therefore, Kashiv Shibakulan Askara. In the time of the Gemara, the worst disease possible to die from was Askara. It's the constriction of the breathing, right? It's a very slow, painful death. Nicha Shibakulan Nishiko. We learned in Baba Basra that the, the big dilemma of the world, Mashra Beinu, Ara, and Miriam, there's a whole list over there who died in Nishiko. That's the best way to die. So Mamele is supposed to daven, don't take it for granted, yeah, I'm going to die anyways. There's ways and there's ways. Askara is similar like to a thorn stuck in wool. You try to pull out the thorn, it's going to come together with some of the wool. It's very painful. What? You pull and pull, yeah. Some say, the Balimuster like to use this, and they say, it's like a person who's attached to Gashmias, so when his neshama leaves, it's hard, for, it's hard for the separation. It's a tough separation. A person that anyways lives in Oilam and he's with HaKosh Baruch Hu, so when it's time to, it goes. The neshama just separates. Easy. It's like a piece of hair floating on a milk. It comes off easy. It's talking about having a good place to be buried, to be zoichet a burial. Or Reb Chanino, Micro, Asmechim, Ele, Gil, Yasisu, Kimsu, Cover. You see, they'll be so happy they'll find a, a caver. It's not, it's not the. Don't take it for granted. Person should should daven until the last. You not you shouldn't be sure about anything until the last shovel goes down. After death by the kfura. Now, you think this is a joke, but in those days, it was hard to find a, a good bathroom, especially Rashi explains in Bavel, the ground wasn't conducive for bathrooms, so they had to go far, there's a lot of water in the ground, etc., so they had to go far. Not having a good bathroom means you can't daven, there's a lot of disease that's caused from not going to the bathroom. So daven, we, we take everything for granted today. But just a hundred years ago, this is an issue. If you go visit Munkach or whatever, you go to Poland, you'll see the, the issue. So, you dive for a good bathroom. So yeah, it sounds funny. Says the Gemara, Amri b'marava, Marzutra makes the most sense out of all of them. That's what the Pasuk is talking about. Okay? Maybe it means, I was just thinking that the, what do you do once you get married? So the Pasuk doesn't apply to you? All these things don't really apply once you found a good shir, you found a good, you, you have Torah. Marzutra makes the most sense. Why? Because the puzzle applies on a daily basis. You're never over getting in the bath. You always have to have a bathroom. I mean, Misa also, I guess, that kind of thing. Only Rav the Rav and Bar Papa. Rav tells Rav and Bar Papa, I want to hear some of the good stuff that he said over in the name of Chizda. That has to do, I need to hear something specific about a shul. Hashem loves the Sharitzion more than Mishkan Yaakov. What's a Mishkan Yaakov? What's Sharitzion? What does Hashem love and not love as much? A place that you learn, I believe, even this place is considered considered A place that you sit down to learn Gemara. Gemara is Halacha. You come out with the, the final Halacha. It doesn't necessarily mean Tur Shachonaruch. It means Halacha versus learning Torah, Nevim, Ksuvim, and Mishnayis. This is Halacha. Yoisemibatiknesioisu bottom in drosh. Akash Bakhu loves a place that they learn 
halacha more than a shul and a base medrash that you don't learn halacha. Mendy, what, what did Rabbi Liv tell you? That brachas is what? Brachas is the, the best mesechta, the only mesechta. What do you say? Ah, somebody who wanted to become a rav asked Rabbi Liv, what, what, what should he learn? What, what uh, should he learn? Allah? He said, learn mesechta's brachas. In mesechta's brachas, you have everything. Anything you want, you see, it's, it's unbelievable. We learned about Yisurim, about Tfilah, Besakneses, marriage, wives, everything. Everything is here. Says Abayi, on the beginning, I used to learn in my house. Done learning, it's minion time, I got up and went to Shul. Went to the Baruch is in the place of Torah, not in the place of Tefillah. He has four Amis, like a human being. A human being, how much, how much room does a human being take? Four Amis. That's, his, that, that's how the halacha considers a human being is four Amis. HaKadosh Baruch has four Amis of halacha. So David in the place that I learned, either I guess he brought a meaning to him, in, the, in, the, in the, another Masech that says that he went to there, he started learning in the shul, Whatever it is, but he combined the two together. In Tveria, there's 13 shuls, like by us, right? We have crazy amount of shuls. But they, they only daven, Ben Amudei means between the pillars where they sat and learned. That's where, that's where they, they, uh, that's where they, they dive in. They dive in where they learned, in the same spots even. Like they, they were makbid to be in that spot. Maybe it's bothersome. Like you don't dive in a shtibel. They're going to dive in mincha. There's a few minyanim. They're constantly diving. They want to learn. What? Oh, even a better terrace. You're not allowed to learn in basic nessus. I just want to tell you a quick story. Continuation of my Ashgach Pratis. Again, somebody told me, if you weren't here, somebody told me you're not supposed to say Hashem's name in a Pasuk. He wrote me a, a long email. Not supposed to, not a long email. So then, that following morning, he told it to me uh, and during the day, the night went by, in the morning, I was learning Daf Vav, I think it was, and I opened up the Marsha, and the Marsha says, you're allowed to say Hashem's name. He saw that, said, I saw the Marsha, I, I, I hear what you're saying from the Marsha, but still, in the oil and Shivas, they don't. And I found out the, the grow. Does say Shem Hashem, and I'm a Gronik, and that's why I basically say it. So, Zezi, is he here? He's not here. The new guy that comes to Shir, he was saying the story over as the Ashgacha Pratis at his Shabbos Suda. So, the story's over, and the guy says, the guy at the table says, I also learned that from me. I'm watching this guy, his name is Stefanski. So he says, oh, it happens to be, because he lives right over here, the closest building, apartment to the. But then the guy had a whole argument with him. What's the point of, of Gemara? Why Gemara? And he said, but you watch the Shir, and then Stefanski explained on that base that Gemara encompasses everything. Yeah, yeah. But why, for instance, the Marshal, Shnei Mikra Vechatarigan, why? Where does that come from? Well, the whole thing, he says, I don't know. It's uh, Mr. Bura says, Shnei Mikra Vechatarigan. That was the end of that conversation. Until Zezi learned today's daf and daf ches, Here, we're getting there. Zog the Gemara had to be mocked him it. 
I'm going to keep you in suspense. It's Kedai to stick in a word here. Most people learn like this. I looked up in the art scroll and the Masifta, they both learn like this. It's talking about, everybody's going to love this, the Balabatim. Ah, it's better to be a Yerushamayim and a person who works, earns a living, than just a Yerushamayim. That's what the Gemara says. But the Gemara doesn't say Yerushamayim. The Gemara says it's better to be somebody that works, a working man. It's better than a Yerushamayim. But they say, obviously, it has to be that he's also Yerushamayim. If it's Yerushamayim and he earns a living, he's better than a person that's Yerushamayim. How do we know this? Okay. Praiseworthy is a person that's Yerushamayim. Anytime it says this, we always have this drush. Praiseworthy in this world, because you're making a nice living. You get both. You get oil and oil I forgot who it is that says that Bismanenu, Ramosha Feinstein, I think, says that Bismanenu, that it's already accepted to take money for learning. So somebody that's in Koilal has Allah of Yigiyah Kapecha. That's Ramosha. No, I didn't say this, Ramosha Feinstein. Pretty sure it's Ramosha. He doesn't want to use up the Yisus in this world, so he works in order to get the Oh, okay. Very good. Just a Yerushimayim doesn't have this thing of a Toivlach, so in he gets Sechar in Oilam Abba, not so much in Oilam Azza. If I ask you, because I was pretty surprised myself, I'm not a, I learned in Yeshivas unfortunately, and not unfortunately, but unfortunately that they, they're not so into Navi. I always thought of Shimi Ben Geira as a bad guy, as a guy that cursed David HaMelech. And David HaMelech tried to get rid of him, he, he couldn't kill him, so he told us, Shleima, the famous, I probably only know this through Rukhaim Shmuluev, it's his famous Vart, that when you tell somebody not to leave somewhere, he's going to leave, and that's why Shleima HaMelech told him, don't leave your Shleim, and of course he left, and that's how I know the Pasuk and Navi. But anyways, Shimi Megir, was he a good guy or a bad guy? Who was he? He was what? Oh, oh, so here, we're going to learn now. The smartest man that ever lived, he was that person's Rebbe. He's not just a guy, a person that cursed David HaMelech. He's, he's Shloim HaMelech's Rebbe. And, and, and nevertheless, David HaMelech tells Shloim to kill his own Rebbe. So what do you see from this Gemara? What was the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying that as long as your Rebbe is alive and you live next to him, he's going to make sure that you don't do silly things like marrying Bas Parot. That's not a good thing. As soon as he was Nifter, a few psukum later, oh, he marries Bas Parot. Ah, but Tanya Yodor. You shouldn't live next to your Rebbe, it says. If you're subordinate to your Rebbe, you listen to what he says, then you should live, live next to him. But if you're not, if you just do your own thing, don't live next to him. Why not? Rebbe's going to constantly tell you stuff to do and you're not going to listen to him. It's a problem. Those who leave Hashem will be destroyed, will be gone. Goners. What does it mean? 
Zamaniach Sefer Torah V'yaitza. Unreal. If the Sefer Torah is open in Shul, Halacha Lamaisa, the Sefer Torah is open in Shul, and you leave the Shul, Yichlu, Chas V'Shalom. You're going to be destroyed. It's, it's a bazaar to the Sefer Torah. Rebavo, Nofik bin Gavli Gavro. Rebavo, between Aliyahs, would walk out. Now, you need to see Tysis for this. This is a beautiful Tysis. Top Tysis. Rav Sheisha says, oh, you know what, let's go by this on the next word. Boy Rav Papa. If there's a break between a Pasuk and you leave, out, leave then, because in the time of the Gemara they had a guy standing up and the, and the Bakari would read one Pasuk in, in Lashon Kodesh and the Meturgamon would scream it out in Aramaic. So during the Aramaic, what happens if I walk out? Teiku, I don't know the, I don't know the answer. Rav Sheishas, this is probably the first Teiku in Rabbi Pesson's Teiku Sefer. Yeah, we didn't have a Teiku yet in... Uh, okay. If you don't know what the Rosh Tevis is. In other words, we wait until Mashiach, he'll answer then. Rav Sheishas, Mahadir Ape Vigoris. Rav Sheishas would sit there in Shul. He would turn around and he would learn. Let them do their thing. They're doing Kriya Satara. I'm busy with my thing. I'm, I'm learning. So now, for this, we have to see Toysis. Says Toysis. Rav Sheshit Mahada Ape Vigaris. We're talking about. V'amrinim b'soyta ma'idachsiv. V'chepizchoy omdu kholaam. Kivin shiniftach sefer Torah. Osur l'saper afilu b'dvar halacha. It's osur to learn Torah between gavra le gavra. It's osur b'chlal to learn Torah when the sefer Torah is open. So all these things, how does it say here that b'gavra le gavra yalaru, or that... Rav Sheshes will turn his back to the Sefer Torah and learn. Rav Boy say, hear what's going on here? It's, forget about talking to your friend. You're not allowed to talk in learning. The Gemara says in Saita. You're not allowed to talk in learning aloud, but you're allowed to talk in learning softly. The Meshavur brings that you're not allowed to learn because you might forget and you'll miss the first few words of Kriya Taira. But I think that Shasat Chag, I didn't look over the Mishnah now, I'm just saying from memory. Shasat Chag, what if it's really that, whatever. Okay, maybe you could get away with it. But I saw a nice, a nice, uh, the Taisvis in Saita brings down, right here, he brings Saita Lafam Tess. In Saita, Taisvis has another Pshat, a very nice Pshat. Rav Sheshis was blind. As we're going to learn in this Mesechta, he doesn't bring it over there, but the famous story that Rav Sheshis was once with a bad guy, a Tzduki, and, and the, the king was coming, and, uh, and uh, remember the famous story, and he says, oh, the king's coming, and Sheshit says, he's not coming. Uh, no, no, not yet. And finally he says, now he's coming, because everybody became quiet. So you see from the Gemara that Sheshit is blind. Shalom. Sheshit is blind. So Sheshit is blind. He's not mechoi v'nkri satayro. He's not mechoi v'nkri satayro. Then he could learn during kri satayro. That's Taisis and Saito. We, I think, Paskin, I'm pretty sure we Paskin that you're allowed to give a blind man an aliyah. So I don't know how that works exactly with what Tais is saying and that kind of thing. Huh? That's a, that's a big problem. One, one, one kasha, one kasha. All right. Zog Gemara. Last line on the page. Omer Avon Abar Yehuda. Omer Imagine Zezi's surprise when he read this line. 
There's no coincidence in this world. He's arguing with the guy. So what does that mean? A person should say Shnayim Mikro Vechor Targum. The Mechazchinoch says that this is part of our Chiyuv of Lima Torah. That Chachamur Mesakin to read the Torah in Shul and the Mesakin that you should read the Torah at home. How do you do it? Shnayim Mikro Vechor Targum. Why? Because it, it, it's similar to in Shul that there's a, a, a Balkaira and a Meturgumon. Fine. How do you do Shnayim Mikro Vechor Targum? You should look in the Mishtabura. Either you read one pasuk at a time, a pasuk pasuk targum, and you continue on, or you read from Samach to Pei, or Pei to Samach, a small parasha, and you read it, he brings a few shitas over there. The Chavetz Chaim himself would say, pasuk pasuk targum Rashi Ramban. Every single pasuk. That's incredible. Right, Yisachar? That's very hard. Ask Yisachar, he's doing Ramban this year. It's tough. Alright, and another halacha that Taisa brings on Ahmed Beis is that you should... Finish Shnayim Mikra before you eat. Rebbe says it, it's a Gemara. But he says before Milchan Shabbos, because after Milchan Shabbos is already part of next week. So you should try to do it before that. But you see a couple of things. We see that Shnayim Mikra Bechatagam is very important. We also learned a lot about Krishna Malamita. These are things that maybe people don't take it that seriously. It's Kedai. Now, how do you read these next words in the Fcheselon base? Va'afilu atorois v'divayim. Even these two words that are names of places, says Rashi, Shemboy Targum. Ataris Vidivan doesn't have Targum. So, what are you supposed to do if it doesn't have Targum? Simple Psha in the Gemara is since, very good, since Ataris Vidivan don't have Targum, you have to say them three times. Shnai Mikro, Vecho Targum. In this case, your Targum is Lashon Kaidish. Say it three times in Lashon Kaidish. I happened to peek into the Chumash because I wanted to see, I've never heard of something that doesn't exist. And in our Chumash, there is Targum. It says it in a different language. It, instead of Atoris Vedivain, it calls it Mishachlala or something, whatever. They bring it down on the side. Everybody talks about it. I, I went through the... I didn't realize that everybody talks about it. Anyways, Rabbi Schoenberg brought this for me. Thank you, Rabbi Schoenberg. And they do bring a old uh, Sefer Torah from, from, from uh, how long ago? 1557. And it says here, Atoris Vedivain, in Kodesh. Taisus says a beautiful pshat. Because the, the, the Targum is Yerushalmi. What, they, what, they have, what we have today in our Chumash is Targum Yerushalmi. It might have been brought in at a later time to be Targum. But Taisus says very nicely. Imagine if the word is, it's a name. Taisus asks, how come it doesn't say Reuven Shimon? Why, why are we talking about a Tars of Diva? Reuven Shimon, the Targum is going to say Reuven Shimon. So you should say it three times, even though you already said it twice. What's the point in saying it a third time? You have to say it a third time. Fine. But Taisa is not like that. Taisa says, what if the name, let's say it says uh, Yosef. How do you say Yosef in English? Joseph. So what should you say? Should you say Yosef, Yosef, Joseph? Or Yosef, Yosef, Yosef? Say it three times. It's Hebrew. I, we all know who Yosef is. There's no point in changing his name to another language. It says Taisa, you have to say it in the other language, in Targum language. That's the Chiv. So, if you say Atarez Vedivain and you have a Targum to that word, Mishachlala, whatever it is, you have to say it in that other language. Now, what about Targum in English? It's better for us, us Americans and English and South Africans, we should say Shnai Mikra and English, Art Scroll. Just read it from the Art Scroll. So he says, no. The halacha is Targum 
in Aramaic, and that's how it is. No questions asked. Fine. Biter? Because the point is not to understand. That's the that's the point. Because it's, it's exi- yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay, we're, we're a little late here. You promised Arichas Yomim if you do Shnai Mikro Vechataru. We're late. So Abibi, yeah, we're late. Okay, but I can't, we can't say every single pshat, but very good. Thanks. If, they, if anybody heard it, great. He wants to know Yomav Shonav. If you just say Yomav or Shonav, it's the same thing. Fine. Rabbi wants to say all of Shnai Mikra Vechatargum on Erev Yom Kippur. We know from other Gemaras that Erev Yom Kippur was the day off. That's when people used to come home once a year. They would show up on Erev Yom Kippur. So do it all in one shot. The famous halacha that is a mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur a lot. The more you eat, the bigger the mitzvah. How is it that the Torah says that you should fast on the ninth? It's as if you fasted on the ninth and the tenth. The Mishnah when he brings this pasuk, he explains a beautiful pshat that we all know that you get a mitzvah based on how hard it is. So it's not very difficult to eat a lot of barakas of Yom Kippur. Says the Mishnah that's the pshat. You should get sachar when you eat cake and candy as if you're fasting. The sachar should be on a level of a difficult mitzvah. So I do it. So tells him, oh, he wanted to do everything, uh, you know, a couple weeks earlier. He had a day off. He's going to do Shnai Mikra uh, for Parshas Veira today. No, you do it with everybody else. That's what it says. In Matzibur, meaning the Parshas HaShavua, don't do it earlier, don't do it later. You should do Shnayim Mikra. V'zaru b'vridim ki Rabbi Yehuda. When we learned Chulin, we learned the halacha of Rabbi Yehuda, that when you shecht a bird, you have to make sure that all the veins, the juggler vein, this vein, whatever vein, any uh, major vein, artery, in the, in the chicken's neck, it has nothing to do so much with shechita, it has to do with letting the blood out. So even if you did it, you ripped it with your hands, you're also going to the point was that you have to drain the bird of blood. And you should be respectful of an old man who forgot his learning because he's sick or whatever the reason is. For Even the broken parts of the luchos made it into the aren. And this, he's, he's no less than a broken luchos. He's a broken Talmud Chacham. Treat him with respect. Rav told his kids, I wish I learned this Gemara uh, before I did it to myself, but don't ever try to use like a razor blade and while you're holding something on your hand because it will slip and it will cut your hand at the end of the day. Be careful. It's just a good advice, not a halacha, good advice. 
Some say because you're literally going to cut your hand. What if a drop of blood falls out and goes into the food and it'll make everybody else grossed out? Other people ask, but there's blood in the food, you're not allowed to eat it anyways. The kids are gross. That's the word here. The Gemara's going to explain what that means. The Gemara's going to explain. Again, going back to this Kriyashma Alamito. Shouldn't take it lightly. You should say Kriyashma Alamito because if you don't say Kriyashma Alamito, it's as if you're, you're sleeping on a Gaisha bed. You shouldn't marry a Giyores. Now, one shot I saw is because Rava was a Kayan and his sons were Kayan and he's telling his sons, don't marry Giyores. Another beautiful shot I saw is that Gerim. We have a big problem with Gerim. Why? Because we have a special mitzvah to treat them differently, than, better than everybody else. And then let's say you insult your wife. Not only are you insulting your wife and you're over Amidas, but now you have another problem in your head. You're insulting a Giyaris. It's a, it's a major problem. I, Rus, and all these tremendous people, and, then, and they all got married, obviously, to the, whatever. They get the Amir Aramis Mamish. That makes more sense according to the first shot. You should never sit on a Goyesha woman's or a woman's a Goyesha bed. Why? Because of a story that happened. He went to this person, and she took out a bed. She told him, sit down. Now, the Rav Nisim going on the side brings the story in its full part. So I'll tell you what he says up until this point. He says, Rapapa lent a guy money. And he came to collect his money. And this lady didn't have money. So what did she do? She came up with a great idea. She took a dead baby, and she wrapped him up in clothing, and she stuffed him in the couch. And then she said, have a seat. And now we're going to pick it up from here. Amr loy shev. Because I was wondering, what's going on? How, why, why is Rapapa in, a, in, a, in, a, in this woman's bedroom sitting on a, on a bed? No, 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 I think something is fishy over here. Pick up the bed. I want to see what's going on here. Why, why is there nice sweaters and blankets on the bed? Then he realized that they were trying to do some sort of trick here. And therefore they made... And therefore they said, you're not asleep. On a, you're not a sit on a Goyesha bed. So the three pshatim, either Goyesha bed, or it means you didn't say Krishna Malamito, or, what's the other pshat? Giyores. You shouldn't walk by the doorway of the shul and keep on walking and not go inside. Why? Because it looks disrespectful to the shul. It looks like you don't want to go in there. We have to qualify this. And there's five things that, five conditions, in other words, there are five ways you can get out of it. If there's another door, so people see you walking past this door, they'll say, oh, he's probably going to the other entrance. What if there's another show in town? So we don't have this problem here in Bet Shemesh. There's another show, it's not a problem. And it's not a problem if you're not carrying something. You're carrying something, everybody knows. You have, you're, you're busy now. Or if you're running, they understand you're busy. If you're wearing tefillin, they see 
that you're 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 Shemayim, you have to fill it on, and the, the you're not you're not you're not disrespecting Hashem. There are three things that we can take from the Goyim, from Modai. They cut their meat on a table. They're careful about germs. They don't kiss each other on the face. They kiss each other on the, on the, on the hand. They, when, when you, they talk important things, you never know who's listening. Like the Gemara in, in uh, Avedizara with Rebbe and... Who's Rebbe's friend again? Antigonus. No. Antigonus? No. Antoninus. Antoninus, thank you. Antoninus, he gave him all these eights over there. And, uh, but he, he wanted to know, uh, what was it, with his daughter? His daughter was doing some bad stuff. I think it was about his daughter. So he, he, said, he gave him all these remas. No, he wanted to... Uh, sorry. He, uh, he's asked him about all the other people that were... How do I put my son in as a king? So he said, bring them in, do this. But he did it all with remazim. And they said, so why don't you just tell him? He says, right? So you never know who's listening behind the wall. You, you go into a field, you want to talk about it, especially today with the cell phones, they say everybody's listening, the, the cameras are on, they're recording you at all times, with the battery on, without. You go into the field. Where do you see this in the Apostle? There's a remnant to this. He, he wanted to talk to them, he called them out into the field. I like the Barsim for three things. They have tznius, they eat tznius, they don't eat falafel out in the street, they, they do it in a tzino. I don't know if somebody has the, 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 the real shot of tznius in the food, tell me. There's a hilchas tznius in, 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 in a, we'll get there also, I think, in terms of a tefach in front, two tefach in behind, there's, there's ways to, to act in a, in a bathroom. I don't know exactly how Rebbe Kiva knew this, but okay. And with relations, they also have tznius. Nevertheless, says the Gemara, they're going straight to, to Gehenim. They're very good at three things, but that's, that, that's not going to save them from Gehenim. We learned in the Mishnah that you could say Kriyashma until Amud Shachar, you should know that Allah is like Rim Gamliel. Not like we said until Chatzois, because even. Chacham and Chatzois hold like Rim Lil, just a siak. And not like we said, three hours into the night, like Rim Lil. It's, it's Rim Lil. Here's a trick, it's a riddle. How's it possible that a person says Kriyashma once, he's done with Kriyashma, and he says it again. And he's yaitza for the morning and for the evening. How's that possible? Very simple. If he says it immediately before Amud HaShachar, before dawn, and then he says immediately after dawn. It's a tremendous chiddush, and the Gemara is going to explain why. The Gemara itself called immediately after dawn night. Because when is daytime? Much later, 92, 90 minutes later, 72 minutes later when it's Netzachama. Dawn is way before Nets. It only becomes daytime. And the Gemara actually calls it Layla. Alma, It's still nighttime. So how is it possible to be right after dawn? You are 100% right. Immediately after dawn until nets is considered night. The reason why it's your yoytza for shachris. It says in the you're supposed to say Kriyashma when you wake up. It doesn't say daytime. It's possible that we're saying Kriyashma 
When people wake up, which is at dawn, the crack of dawn, the light of dawn, even though it's not daytime, you yoyt to shachmas. Omer Vachar Bar Chanina, Omer Yishuv Ben Levi, Halacha Kriyat B'Shem Ben Yichoi. The Halacha is in fact the B'Shem Ben Yichoi. You could say Shachris Kriyat B'Shem of Shachris right after Alois. I'm with the Shachar. Ikir the Masal Lahodar Av Achar Bar Chanina Aha. The Sanyim B'Shem Ben Yichoi Oim B'Shem Rebbe Kiva. Pa'amim Shadim Kari Kriyat Shmashtei Pa'amim Bayoim. This is a little bit different, a lot different. We just said a person says Krishna twice during the night. Now we're saying a person says Krishna twice during the day. And he's Yoytzev for the night also. When? Right before Nets. And he's Yoytzev both. Same question. You called after the nights, the daytime. Even before nets is considered daytime. That period of time, right, right before nets and nets is considered daytime. It's considered nighttime right before nets because this people is still sleeping. It's still, it's still considered Let's just finish a line or two here. That yes, you could say Kriyashma right before Nets and you Yoytze for the nighttime and right after Nets. In other words, so it comes out like this. When do you say Kriyashma at night? You should definitely say before Chatzais. What if you have an emergency and you forgot whatever it is, you went to Beis Amishto, you got drunk, as the Gemara is going to bring, you could say it until Amud Shachar. Not only that, the Gemara says, you could say it all the way until. Tomorrow, regular time, 7.15. If somebody has a little bit of vitamin C, I would love it. If somebody has, what's that flu thing called? Just then? Just count how many people. See what the screen says. How much? 23. Beautiful. Okay.